Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everyone, to the Alt Left. This is episode after recent discussion 119. Uh, we've been back from our long hiatus. Things have been kind of crazy. Uh, everyone's been very busy, but we're back. The holidays are over, and uh, luckily everything's been good forever. And uh, we actually have nothing depressing to talk about. Uh, life is good, and uh, the day was won. So here to celebrate with me is uh, Kay and Drew. Say hello, boys. Welcome back. I'm looking forward to just chatting about whatever. <laughs> just kvitching. Everything in the world, as Chris did say is going fine. Uh, so there's not a whole lot to discuss. So I figure we just kind of bullshit for 15, 20 minutes and, yeah, you know. There's, there's there's actually not a lot. Oh, um, I mean, it's not even worth mentioning. Um, but this month, the president did violate the Constitution and completely bypassed Congress for spending uh, so that he could help fund a genocide. That l- little stuff, little stuff. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. Should we get into it and maybe... I'll bring it up. You be I the mean, judge. I mean, we could probably get into it and talk about that too. <laughs> I don't know. I was really looking oh, forward so... to describing my favorite Sunday afternoons, but I guess we can talk about this. <laughs> um, as we know, uh, if you're listening to this show, chances are you're on the right side of history. If you're not, well, get schooled. Um, Israel is carrying out an ethnic cleansing in a massive genocide in Palestine. It has been. Opposed and condemned by literally every nation in the world, with the exception of the UK, the US, and Israel. Surprise, surprise. Um, anyone who's not a Zionist nation, though, has completely condemned this. The UN has come against it. Human Rights Watch has come against it. Amnesty International. Doctors Without Borders is now an enemy of Israel. How evil do you have to be to get Doctors Without Borders to turn against your country? They go to fucking, like, everywhere. The won't, like, they go to African warlords and help. Um, but yeah, they've even made an enemy of Doctors Without Borders. It's, it's pretty bad. And of course, this is a huge boon for military industrial contractors, for the economy, for fascism, for imperialism. We love having our little, um, outpost in the Middle East that is friendly to us, uh, known as Israel and Saudi Arabia. That's why I also don't ever talk about their human rights as abuses because, well, they let us build airports there. And, um. There's been a big issue now, and this is another example of the right wing being the broken clock that's right twice a day. Uh, for all the wrong reasons, uh, they are opposing any munitions and money going over to Israel because they just want to be dicks to the Democratic Party. And so they are using this as an excuse to beef up border patrols and border policies and uh, money to shut down the, the southern border of the U.S. The Republicans just don't want brown people coming into the country, and so they are using this money as a, I don't want to call it a carrot, but as a bargaining chip, as some kind of hostage, um, to not allow any funding to go to Israel or weapons to go to Israel until Biden, because it's a catch-22, right? He fucks with his base if he's a racist piece of shit at the border, um, but then they can also say that he's soft on the border, and they can make him look bad and not be able to accomplish anything. So it's it's a, it's a savvy move by the Republicans, even if they suck. And so twice this month now, uh, Biden has used a very old and rare circumnavigation of calling it an emergency and has sent munitions and weapons to Israel. 
Um, and these are dumb bombs, too, by the way. What he just sent over this time, uh, this is $147.5 million uh, worth of equipment. It was It's basically primers, bombs, and chargers, charges. And these are not for smart laser-guided weapons or anything like that. Uh, here, I've got a, Al Jazeera actually gave us the list. The package includes ancillary items, including fuses, charges, and primers that Israel required to make the 155-millimeter shells uh, that it had already purchased before. Uh, so Biden called it an emergency determination. Um, it's only been used by four administrations in U.S. history. Uh, but what it does is it completely bypasses Congress um, and does not give them any say for debate or voting on where this money and munitions are going to. Um, and there's actually a really good quote um, from a reporter in D.C., um, and she said, her quote is that it was important to point out the broader context of the messaging. We've been hearing from all the top Biden administration officials for weeks that it is time for Israel to move to a lower intensity conflict. In essence, stop the mass bombing, stop the mass deaths of civilians. So in that context, knowing that it is why they say they want, they are now selling to Israel the exact munitions they need to continue a high intensity campaign. Yeah, because um, uh, they, they're, they're hypocrites. Yep. And they also just, by the way, um, put it in order this month. Uh, to purchase uh, M107 projectiles, which are basically just ballistic artillery shells that explode in the air and cause shrapnel and kill everyone in the streets and on the ground. Well, it's nice to know that Israel is uh, really concerned with minimizing civilian casualties. You know, it really shows a great amount of restraint on their part. Mm -hmm. uh, last week, did you see the reporting of them killing their own hostage? Uh, yeah, that's like the fourth hostage they've killed right as they killed a group of yeah, three that were surrendering even yeah that was the group of three and they literally were coming unarmed hands in the air waving a white flag and they were gunned down because it, the israeli military thought they were palestinians which is just people unarmed hands up waving a white flag screaming don't shoot in hebrew is apparently a grave threat and must be shot down but that goes to what this is this is not trying to get hostages back this is not even retaliation for the whatever attacks that i know they're trying to make it sound like 9-11 was it the october 7th or whatever they're calling it but this is an excuse to create a genocide and we are funding it and now biden has uh, genocide joe and is now for the second time this month bypassed congress completely um and is now just directly giving dumb munitions uh to a genocidal maniac well, as long as he included a strongly worded letter, I'm sure it's okay. Israel has no interest in ending a war. They are in it, as you said, for the, the ethnic cleansing. They do not like the Palestinian people. They do not like that they oppose them. And it seems to me that they'll do anything they can to eradicate them. And we continue to seem to gloss over that as if Israel is doing something good in the world, and they're just not. Yep. I mean, it's there's over now one and a half million homeless people. Yeah, because their homes are just, just been destroyed. Yeah, well, and they've been shoved into camps. Well, yeah, that too. One and a half million people have been rendered permanently homeless. That is what this is. And for anyone who's like, well, it's Hamas, Hamas. you got to also remember that the Israeli government funded Hamas up until very recently. Like, Netanyahu has been allowing billions, and I mean this with a B, 
billions of dollars over the last 10 years has been funded into Hamas that has flown through Israel, and Israel's actually even sometimes hand-guarded and delivered briefcases literally full of cash um, because they wanted to discredit the PLO, and they wanted... I mean, this is like this isn't tinfoil hatchet. This is public knowledge. You can look this up. You can Google this. Uh, Netanyahu and Israel completely funded Hamas, and they even though it was technically a secret, they would admit to it um, at times, and then at other times they would make statements like, well, if we fund them, then they'll focus on governing and not terrorism and that kind of thing. But it was to have a bad guy. It was just like the Democrats won't ever want to codify Roe v. Wade, because if it's a carrot, if it's a danger, then it keeps people voting for you. It keeps your power base, keeps people afraid. If they can have a big bad Hamas over there... People will let Netanyahu do anything they want, and will let these these the Israelis will let the government get further and further right wing, and that's what this is. I mean, we all saw the laughable. I mean, it's been debunked by literally everyone in the world. The, the laughable attempt by Israel to show that there were terrorist tunnels in in the hospital um, in Gaza that where they bombed. And by the way, uh, just so you know, all remember that hospital they shot off the power to. Um, it was confirmed, I think, a week and a half ago that every single baby in the NICU is now dead. Every single baby in the NICU is Yeah, that tracks. They are slaughtering children and babies. Yeah, and this isn't going to help Netanyahu ultimately because everybody is pissed. The Israeli people are pissed at him just because of uh, October 7th attacks happening in the first place, which I'm not usually one for conspiracy theorists, but I get the feeling that uh, he kind of said, you know, be a little lax on border security so we can do our thing when the uh, when Hamas inevitably does what it's going to do. But it's kind of backfiring for him, and I think he is going to actually be voted out in their next election. The problem is he's going to be replaced with somebody even worse. Like most, A lot of his partners in his government are even farther right-wing actually into Nazi territory. And I think it's going to be one of them that's going to ultimately take power, and then they're just not even going to hide the genocide. I mean, they're really hiding it right now. Uh, they uh, being pretty bold they about have it. the thinnest veneer of still saying things like security and and respecting human rights and doing their best to minimize casualties but when he gets replaced they're not even going to do that yeah they're not saying we're pushing out all the palestinians they're just saying we're fighting correct yeah and whoever whoever replaces him is gonna be like nope they're gone this is our land oh i don't know if you saw this week by the way there's um there's an israeli uh construction company who is a real estate company who is advertising um, future sales of oceanfront property in Gaza with pictures and everything uh, saying that they will be immediately going in and cleaning up the rubble, will be selling the properties and everyone was like, this can't be real until a bunch of the tank drivers were holding up flags with the uh, the logo of the real estate company nice. which is an ally of the government You know, something else I saw, uh, I was watching I don't know if it was Netflix or, or Hulu or what uh, but there were commercials showing uh, Santa Claus reading a letter from an Israeli child uh, that said he wanted his mommy and daddy back, essentially saying that Hamas had killed them, and it was paid for by the Israel state. No, oh, yeah, they, their their media campaign has been on fire. Which, by the way, um, that's paid for by your tax dollars. Oh, I I don't disagree. I was merely saying that <laughs> you know these are additional things that we're seeing trying to gain. Uh, you know, not notoriety. What's the word? Um, favor for for Israel. You know, it's it's just part of the campaign of them. Um, 
you know, trying to make it seem as if they're doing the right thing and Hamas is is uh, killing all of these Israelis um, when, you know, the, the opposite is is more than true, where Israel really is killing that many Palestinians. Yeah. And that's the goal. Um, Palestine is an open-air prison. It's a concentration camp. Like, the idea that everyone must condemn Hamas before there can be a conversation, I applaud Hamas. The uh, October attack was a prison break. It was not a terrorist attack. Um, You can talk about civilian casualties. You can talk about hostages. I mean, let's be fair. When they did the hostage exchange, right, what, a month ago? Uh, in December, not even a month ago, but weeks ago, and they did the hostage exchange. And Israel's hostages they gave back were children. Israel was holding nothing but women and children in prison camps where they were being tortured. Like, everyone who has come out of the Israeli prison camps talks about how they are starved, beaten, and all the women are raped. Like, it is an absolute torture facility what Israel keeps for Palestinians. And it's an apartheid state. That's what we should expect, right? This is no different than what happened in South Africa. It's the same playbook. Um, it's not new. Israel's doing what every apartheid state does. Um, but that should go to show you, like, if your only hostages to return are children who have been held in a torture facility for years, what the fuck is wrong with you? What, what are you doing? Um, I mean, Palestine has had to cancel school now. There isn't going to be any because, A, there's a war, no infrastructure, and B, they've lost too many children. Like, they've lost almost, like, a third of their child population. Yeah, and the majority of the Palestinian population is under 18 to begin with. Yeah, because all the men have already been detained, shot, or killed. Most of the Palestinian um, population is women and children. The method to not having terrorists be generated is to not make orphans. Orphans make terrific terrorists. Um, But I don't even like calling them that because at a certain point when you leave no avenue of peace or survival, what do you expect? Like, to to criticize Hamas or the tactics they use is is the most disingenuous, privileged, horseshit imperialism I've ever heard. It's, It's insane. It's... You do not... I heard someone say it best. Like... You do not criticize the table manners of a starving person. Like, you want to talk about what Hamas does, you have to take the boot off their neck first. And then you can talk about the actions and methods of Palestine. But when people are starving to death and being slaughtered in their homes, there's... And by the way, the UN has already confirmed this, that resistance to an occupying force is a human right. Violence against an occupier is a human right, and the UN has declared Israel's occupation of Gaza a violation of international law. Sure. This is, by all definition, resistance to an occupying force. The UN has completely cleared any of this. Like, the the UN Human Rights Council has already stated that Israel is in the wrong. Uh, actually, this week, by the way, uh, South Africa has now filed a war crimes charge against Israel and the UN. That happened this week. Which isn't going to yeah, go Yeah, I mean, anywhere. it's, it's uh, good for them, it's good but it's entirely symbolic. It will never, ever go anywhere. Yes, but it is nice that it's... Because it, by filing actual charges, rather than just bitching about it in General Assembly, it actually has to go on record to a hearing uh, in the international courts. Which Israel will just say, who cares, fuck you. It's not but, just Israel, though. America's going to say that as well. And Britain's going to say that as well. Any Any absolutely. sort of charges like that will be immediately vetoed. 100% it will not see trial, but it will have to be heard. 
and there will be and it will be recorded and that's important but yeah that's where we stand on it it is i would actually like to do an episode later on doing a timeline of this entire conflict for anyone who's a little lost in how the fuck did we get here i have one uh we may do that in the future but at the end of the day it really doesn't matter because I can, sh- I can spend an hour showing to you why Israel has been wrong historically since the beginning. It doesn't matter. Even if Palestine was the occupying force for decades and whatever, what is going on now is a genocide. We are watching enacting the cleansing that your tax dollars and president are funding. And again, if you have any, well, maybe Joe doesn't understand or maybe he's a product of him. He lies. I mean, he went up for the, when, right, shortly after the attacks, Joe Biden held a press conference where he said, oh, no, those thousand babies that were beheaded, I saw the pictures. It happened. And it didn't. It's been walked back. Even Israel has had to walk it back, saying, no, that actually didn't happen. Like, he completely lied and fabricated that at a press conference in front of his fucking podium. He stood up there. So anyone talks about Trump lying and bullshitting all the time, Biden does the same fucking thing, and he literally told the American people, I saw the photos, it totally happened. And then his buddies, Israel, had to walk it back and say, no, it never happened. And then his own press had to fucking clean up the PR. I'm like, well, he saw lots of pictures, so you know. But yeah, like, completely got caught with his pants down, lying his ass off about it. Well, and if he doesn't understand the situation that's happening over there, uh, to me, that means he's not fit to fucking govern, for one. Uh, so if anybody should understand what's going over on over there, in this country, it's that man. So... In my eyes, whatever decisions he's making, he's making because he is informed and he just doesn't give a shit what um, is happening over there, except for that it lines his own pockets, it furthers his own goals. Oh, absolutely. He knows exactly what's going on because for all the conservative rhetoric that he's just a doddering old man that's occupying the White House, he's not. He's still politically savvy. He knows exactly what's going on there because he spent his entire life propping it up. And so it's not like he can claim any sort of ignorance, and it's not like anybody can believe that there would be any sort of ignorance of that. He knows exactly what's going on, and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it's not ignorance. And again, he's following the exact same cue of every president. I mean, this is he's following the same cues, not just Trump, but fucking Biden, fucking Clinton, fucking everyone. Like, every president has been taken by this because again it is a mutual back scratch everyone keeps wondering like why is everyone so beholden to israel it's a trap we've placed for ourselves right we we fund israel we send them billions in aid constantly they take big portions of that money and 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 do two things with it most of that money goes to a buying munitions from us right so it funds our military companies it funds raytheon boeing mcdonald douglas right these are the people it funds who also contribute and control many senators, politicians. They have insane lobbyists. So, like, anyone who is buying a lot of weapons is already going to be looked favorably by our government, right? The empire needs cash. And then they take the other half of that money and they form, what is it? Is it, is it, is it IPAC or what's it? What's the super PAC that Israel has? APAC. APAC, thank you. APAC funds almost every single senator's campaign. Like, with the exception of a handful of senators, all senators receive massive contributions from AIPAC. And the second you say anything to criticize Israel or not promote Zionism, your money dries up. And so we have lobbyists 
forcing politicians to be pro-Israel. And then we have Israel itself as a humongous super PAC funding our senators to create that same. This is an Ouroboros. They then vote on those spending bills to send more billions of dollars to Israel. So they are, in in sense, voting to fund their own lining of their own pockets using Israel as a proxy. Which Israel likes because they get a ton of free money and they get the world's largest superpower to be their bitch. Like, we are their attack dog at this point. We completely keep the UN off their back. I mean, Israel has now gone to war with the UN. They have talked about how the UN is biased, is anti-Semitic. They will not cooperate. They've actually restricted, and they are they will not issue any more visas, passport anybody to anybody who isn't even an employee of the UN. If you are part of the UN in any way, shape, or form, you are no longer allowed in Israel. Do you guys know that? I did not. No, I hadn't heard that. Israel killed Israel killed all visas for anyone who's employed by the UN. Yeah, uh, it like, doesn't surprise me. Like anything that is, that Israel does at this point doesn't surprise me. Again, it always whenever I hear people talk about like, well, you know, if I was alive in 1935, I wouldn't. Would you would have done what, bitch? Because it's happening right now. It's happening right now. We are watching another fucking Holocaust in front of us. This is Third Reich shit right fucking here. This is the fruits of fascism. So anybody who supports Israel or says, I don't want to get political, or I'm not sure there's bad people on both sides, like, all right, that's cool, but you're a collaborator. Like, I just, if you can't even take a stance that slaughtering babies in vengeance and stealing their land is bad, I'm good. You have a good day. I don't want, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even want to know you. Like, I just, it has become another one of those things where if you are pro-Israel, it tells me a lot about your character. And if you don't know, if you're like, I don't really know, I've just heard that Israel's the good guy. Okay, I can talk to you all day long if you're not aware of what's going on. I feel like there's a lot of those kinds of people out there that just don't understand what's going on. There are, And there's a massive propaganda campaign that's been going on forever in this country just to, to prop up Israel. But I feel like this is a very different time. You can't go anywhere without news on this. And it is so easy. You can just go to Al Jazeera and see the fucking truth. If you're on TikTok, you've seen this. If you're on Instagram, you've seen this. Like... You have the truth at your fingertips at all times. And in fact, you have to willfully be pushing it away. The only way this isn't showing up in any of your eyeballs is because you are already on far-right, crazy, gnarly, imperialist fucking, you know, social media algorithms. In which case, that's fine, but then you were never going to be on the right side of history anyway. Yeah, that's true. So fuck you too. Like... With the exception of someone who's like, I don't know anything about politics, I'm not sure, I'll talk to you. Anyone who's waving an Israeli flag and saying terrorism's bad, then, again, you are willfully ignoring the slaughtering of children. So fuck off. So get on the right side of history. It's, it's, it's easy. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> Speaking of being on the right side of history and not being a... Uh, a uh... I think the word you're looking for is supervillain. Super villain, that's it. Uh, so this better not be about my new Cybertruck. <laughs> I did not buy a new Cybertruck. Uh, that thing's a piece of trash, and I don't think anybody should buy it. Are you kidding me, dude? It's so fully automated. You push one button, it'll spin around and blow itself up. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, now sometimes it runs down pedestrians too. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do anything that's a, on that's that a bonus package. piece of uh, <laughs> of news. Uh, but Elon Musk just got back from uh, 
uh, from Israel. He was trying to uh, calm things down, apparently. Uh, and when he got back, he 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 went uh, on Wednesday. He is a calming force. He he is a calming force. You know, uh, Mister Supervillain himself. Uh, he he did an interview on the New York Times Deal Book Summit, which happened on Wednesday, and uh, Sorkin is doing this interview, and he asks him about the recent. A bunch of his advertisers on uh, formerly Twitter, now X, uh, because he's fucking stupid uh, and changed the name. But was oh, this the interview where he told him to go fuck themselves? Yeah, yeah. So, so what happened is he he asked him about it, and uh, all of these these advertisers removed themselves from Twitter uh, because of something that he posted on Twitter uh, back in November. There's a guy who on there that says Jewish communities have been public uh, or have been pushing the exact kind of uh, dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest shit now about Western Jewish populations coming to the disturbing and then there's more. And blah, Elon blah, Musk blah, standard reply to yeah, blah blah blah, whatever. It's more you know rhetoric. And then yeah, Elon the Musk's reply advantage. to this was, you have said the actual truth. And so uh, companies like Disney, Warner Brothers, Lionsgate, Apple, IBM, Comcast, Paramount, Sony Pictures, and the Internet and Television Association all stopped advertising on, uh, on Twitter or now X. And... Which, no, it's Twitter. Stop calling it that. Yeah. That's the one time it's okay to dead name yeah, something. It's when it's always Twitter, Twitter it is. Twitter. That's fine. <laughs> okay. So now it doesn't sound, I mean, that's a lot. Now it doesn't sound like a lot, but initially that um, accounted for about 7% of their advertising, right? Which is crazy. That's a lot of money. Uh, and so when Sorkin was uh, interviewing about, about this, he asked about it and Musk resp- Musk's response is, if somebody is going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Now, at this point, Sorkin kind of tries to interject, but Musk goes on and he goes, go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. And then he ends kind of by saying, hey, Bob, if you're in the audience, like, hey, Bob, how you doing? Um, and then... Later on in the interview, he says, what is this advertising boycott is going to do is it's going to kill the company. And the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company. Now, Bob Iger from Disney previously... (laughs) Saved to the world. (laughs) Previously that day had been asked in regards to why they had stopped advertising on Twitter. And he said, I have a lot of respect for Elon and what he has accomplished. We know that Elon is larger than life in many respects and that his name is very much connected with the companies he founded or owns. By him taking the position he took in a public manner, we felt that the association was not necessarily a positive one for us. And so that's why at the end of it, uh, Musk had said, hey, Bob, uh, if you're in the audience was he was referencing earlier Bob saying that that's the reason why they had uh, pulled out of uh, advertising on Twitter. Um, it, it just, 
goes to show that this man does not care about anyone or anything. All he cares about is money. All he cares about is his own ego. Um, and he he did apologize for what he had said back in November uh, on Twitter. But does it fucking matter? We know that this man is a racist. We know that this man's fortune, where it came from. We know that he uh, is not really for free speech, which is what he he claims to be. Apparently, there was a a new California law that uh, requires the social media companies with sizable gross annual revenue to issue semi-annual reports uh, in conjunction with their moderation practices. And uh, they had sued here in California, uh, uh, Twitter had, and uh, that was struck down by a by Judge William Shubb, S-H-U-B-B. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, so pretty soon they're going to have to continue to um, give actual information on how they're, they're moderating their, uh, their posts. So I think that's interesting as well, which that happened also this week. But uh, it just goes to show that like this man is unhinged. He doesn't care. It, I don't know, man. Like, what do you guys think? I mean, it's the same as a tattoo. That's not new. It's he's just, this is who he is. It's who he's always been. And he is just an unhinged fucking ch- man child. And that's all he is. Yeah. He is a fucking billionaire with new, he's new money. He's a fucking moron. And every, he's a, he's a fucking narcissist. Everything is about him. Everything is about how it affects him. He sees nothing in the world uh, that doesn't concern him. And, he will do what he wants, and that gives him that feeling like he can, again, do whatever he wants. That he can piss off advertisers, he can buy a company and run into the ground, and if people support him, it's because he's a hero, and if people are against him, it's because there's a vast Jewish cabal here to take him down. He's a fucking libertarian. He's just a libertarian with a blank check. That's all he is. He's the same as these fucking 4chan incels. He's the same fucking thing. That's all he is and he will do things like i'm gonna be the hero for ukraine and create you know a satellite you know use my satellite network to give them free fucking thing oh i'm not gonna be paid for anymore fuck them you know and when he does it he's a hero who's saving the world out of his own pocket when he takes it away he's a savvy businessman it's that's that is the view he has because he is a moron in a personal bubble yeah i read an article uh, a week or two back that the general consensus amongst most people that know him and have worked with him or have had business relationships with him or his biographers is that he is genuine in his thought that he does want to save the world. But with a big caveat of he wants to be the one to save the world. He doesn't want anybody else to do it. He doesn't want anybody else to get credit for it. He wants to be the one to do it because his ego is that large. Yeah, he wants all the credit. Yeah, and at the moment, he's beginning to run into the limits of his power. Like In addition to California's laws on moderation, he's also running up against European laws when it comes to moderation, Who and Europe is far more strict on their content moderation rules than anywhere in America. So he's running up against that. Uh, there is a massive strike that is still going on in the entirety of the Scandinavian countries. It started off with... Uh, dock workers refusing to uh, make uh, car deliveries to the Tesla plants in Sweden, which was oh, yeah. then 
there are then sympathy strikes that uh, went with the post office, um, postal service, and the truckers, and, uh, and then dock workers in Denmark and Norway, and basically the entirety of uh, Scandinavia has said, "No, fuck you." And he went to the courts to uh, try and get the strike declared illegal, and the court said, "No, this is a legal strike." They're going to do what they're going to do, and we support that. He's running up against that in Germany. He's running up against that in France. He's running up against that in places that actually have unions, and there are consequences to his sort of business actions. And you see him melting down in real time because of it. I think that's actually part of why he told uh, advertisers to go fuck themselves. It's because he can do that in America. And get away with it because it, here money is free speech, and so by not giving him money, they are suppressing his free speech, even though that was literally a business decision, and it's the free market that he always talks about. This was a business decision mm -hmm. by yeah. all of those companies. If he walked back his statements, or if he didn't say them in the first place, all of those companies would still be advertising on there. Absolutely. But they made, they, the, they made a business decision that this was not good for their shareholders, so they backed out. Uh down in Argentina, there is an anarcho-capitalist who has been elected president, and basically the day after that happened... Oh, he, he'll be seeing the CIA real soon. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, or he won't. Uh, he might uh, He might not, because like the day after Elon got on, uh, on Twitter, and it's like, hey, give me a call, because Elon wants the vast lithium mines that are down there in Argentina, and this guy's perfectly willing to sell them off. Oh. So, no, it's going to be good for American business. So they'll probably let it happen. Fun. What was he? What he tweeted a year or two ago? Who, Musk? Where someone was saying, like, you know, yeah, you're gonna invade. He, he, it wasn't the word coup. What was the word? Like, you know, basically someone saying, like, you can't just proliferate the world and invade and take over at appropriate mines and stuff. And he's like, we'll invade. Where no, we're no, it was coup. Invade. I, I forget it. Was it coup? Yeah, I think it was Bolivia. It was one. It was one of the uh, South American countries that had recently, you know, elected uh, another socialist leader, and he was talking about you know staging a coup so he could get to the resource and like you can't just coup somebody to go steal the resource and like we'll coup whoever we want. And yeah. yeah, that might you could make the argument that that was tongue in cheek, but for him, nah, that wasn't. No, that was legit. Yeah, I guess that's a good wrap up on our pleasant. Nothing's going wrong in the world week. Um, thank you all for sticking around while we were on break. Uh, it was much needed. Everyone's been quite busy, uh, especially me and Kay. Um, but we're here. We're alive. Everything's on the up and up. And uh, my business degree is coming along great. <laughs> Fortune 500, look out. I've, I've switched sides, baby. I'll coup where I want to coup. All right. Turns out capitalism's um, better. Fine. Capitalism won. It's destroying the world. It's only been here for 200 years, but it's the only system that works. Um, but we love you all. Thanks for being here. Um, I'm glad we're back to recording, and we will be sending lots more for your ear holes. You're terrific. We love you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And don't forget that the revolution is over.